Welcome to the Book of Caleb, a space where you can say what you're really thinking. I'm your host, Lauren Caleb. Join me as I discuss how to manage and rationalize all of the things in a distracting world. From current happenings to wellness, beauty, diet, family, home, and more, laugh and learn something too. This is the Book of Caleb. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 60 of the Book of Caleb. Uh Uh-oh, if it's divisible by five, you know what that means. Michael takes the microphone and just rolls with it. So call him Mike the Sonicking from now on. We're here to talk about some wellness benefits of, yes, infrared sauna therapy. Enjoy. Not gonna lie, when it's... Mike's turn to host. I feel a little relieved. A weight is taken off my shoulders. You know, I've been carrying this The Book of Caleb podcast for so many episodes, but a fifth of the time I don't have to. So, Michael, welcome to your own hosting gig. Glad to be back um, where I belong. And the hosting seat, even though this is the same seat you sit on that side, I sit on my side, but this becomes the hosting seat every fifth episode. Right. Can you introduce me? Like, how would you introduce me to your own podcast? Today, on my episode number 60, I brought on someone of uh, many different, um, you know, many different uh, entities. She's a... Uh, person who wears many different shades of gray uh varying masks you have different masks that you've worn hats of varying hats but it's appropriate to say mass mass this is 2021 um so without further ado i shall present to you lauren angeline the great caleb that's how you introduce yourself. You used to call yourself Lauren Angeline the Great, and your no, last name I was didn't, different. I, Michael, I would say Lauren the Great. Oh, Lauren the Great. I thought and, it was Angeline the Great. Oh. Yeah, thank you for that horrible introduction. You didn't say anything about me that... Well, you're, you're many shades of gray. Many shades of gray. That makes me sound old and decrepit. But and you, into bondage or something. Well, didn't that you what, like that? Didn't you like that movie? Shades of Grey. I've no, never even seen it. it. I haven't read. From what I heard, it was atrocious. Michael, you've probably watched it like ten times. No, they need. They did horrible casting. I feel like the guy seemed to be all right. The girl, I don't know. She was related to some Dakota Fanning. Yeah, who's that? They're always related to Dakota Fanning. I swear. It was to like God. Dakota Johnson. She's related to Mel Gibson or something like that. What? That's how she got the role. Okay. She's very plain Jane. I, she's not my cup of tea. Anyways. I heard it was a really horrible movie. I know the books were huge. Everyone riveting. is a critic and a casting director these days. Oh, well, the movie was good, but I didn't like the the cast. I'll tell you what movie I just saw with my son, Drake. First time I've been to movie theater in over a year. Um, Godzilla vs. Kong. Um, I thought it was very well casted. The lead actress, she was a uh, lead, lead actress in... Um, the Ben Affleck movie with uh, where he robs the Gone bank. Girl? Where, he ro- where he robs the banks. Really? What's it called? The town. Yeah. Yeah. She's kind of. She's not a big. Em- she's not an A-lister by any means. Emily Blunt. 
No, no, no. Emily Blunt would be more of an A-lister. She'd probably a B-lister. Emily Blunt. This girl's more of a CD lister but uh, I was like, oh, that's a girl from the town, because that's the last time I saw her. Um, other than that, I don't really know anyone who else was in the movie besides Kong and Godzilla himself. Rebecca Hall Rebecca is Hall name. is her name, yeah. Now, me and Drake, there was this other lead, there was this other actress who was younger um, and was very good looking, we both thought, Drake and I. Uh, I don't know what her name was, but she was actually killed. She's actually a bad girl. I'm assuming it's this girl. Yeah, she's pretty. Eliza Gonzalez, yeah. We were very impressed with her acting And abilities. I think it's pronounced Isa. I have not heard of her, but I'm sure she was hot and had large... Mammary glands, sure. Yeah. Um, it's important when in that type of movie to have that sort of role. Anyways, Godzilla and Kong are battling ferociously. Michael, they... that sounds so offensive in 2021. They're going to cancel you for... Well, but she played her role well. She was an evil, uh, you know, kind of mistress, if you will. Um, she played her role well. <laughs> yeah. So, um, anyways, it was a good movie, a lot of action. Godzilla Kong had to team up eventually because there was a robotic Godzilla that came into the fray and that was going to kill all of humanity. So then Kong's like, why are we wasting our energy destroying each other when this is going to destroy both of us? We need each other to defeat this um, common enemy that we have. So they took out, they were able to destroy and take out the Robo-Zilla. And it was great. And I'm sure there'll be like five or six more of these that just keep coming. And me and Drake will just turn this into a habit every year, just going to these Godzilla-Kong movies. You have no idea how many people are... Um, upset with you right now over the spoiler alert of Godzilla Kong. Oh, the people shoot. who had bought their shoot. tickets know, and have not seen it yet, and now you have ruined the ending for them. What's the other? Oh, Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah, I'd see that one in yeah, a heartbeat. that's coming out. Uh, that looks pretty solid, too. So, um, I think it's rated R, though, so I don't think it's something I can take Drake to. Did you watch or um, play Mortal Kombat on N64? Yes. Um, that was the best one. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Uh, gosh, we need to get that out, the N64. It was, I mean, it was violent for its time. What was it nowadays. called? It was, like, called Mortal Kombat Annihilation, or what? That was maybe the movie. But that was the movie. I mean, but... So it was always, there was always the finish, finish them, and they had... Brutality. Like the, the special, then there was Brutality, Babality. Um, animality. Animality, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, oh, it was fun. Oh, man, N64. Gosh, what was it called? It, it was a, had a red cover on it. No, it was just Mortal Kombat, you know. No, it was Trilogy. Mortal Kombat Trilogy, yeah. Well, that's not the movie, though. The movie just says Mortal Kombat. Right. Which there the was mo- an original Mortal Kombat when I was in the kid, was kid in like the 90s, I saw. Yeah. Johnny Chang was like the guy. And Sonya. Sonya, yep, exactly. I always loved being my favorite. Well, first of all, so we didn't have an N64. We've been over this, but our neighbors did. And then they had um, this like game shark thing i don't know if it was called game shark but it was like a cheat thing so you'd like connect the cartridge to that and then you could do like the brutality and the combos way easier nice that was fun as well and i was always jade because she had like an eight thing combo and i could just beat anyone because i'm like oh okay just hit you eight times so the game shark was kind of life kind of like similar to kind of like biohacking if you will life hacking Trying to do a transition here. Segway. Segway. Okay. Into what I'm going to be bringing to the table today and what we've talked about previously. Health benefits, numerous health benefits, and just kind of biohacking in general, which is kind of how I got introduced to saunas. Um, We're going to be talking about 11 because there's so many benefits of saunas. Normally, it's like a top 10 list. I'm going to give you 11 proven 
significant health benefits from regular sauna use. That's what I'm going to go through today in Mike's episode 60, Turn to Host. Are you ready for it? Tell me more, Michael. So what'd you call it? You said it's infrared sauna therapy? Go on. Well, so we're bringing that. We're bringing infrared sauna, which is the newest, um, best, most efficient way to use a sauna and experience a sauna. I've done both. So this is from my personal experience. I've done your traditional saunas and I've done this infrared sauna. Um, Tell me the difference. What's a, What do you consider a traditional sauna? Traditional sauna, just your typical gym sauna. It's heating the air around you and it's getting up to anywhere between 180 to all the way to 200. It has to get that hot because it's heating your externally. Skin. Skin, yes. And eventually that will you know, heat your insides as well, and you will profusely sweat. Um, but it's just, it's, it's a less efficient way of heating. Um, why is it less efficient? Because infrared, the infrared um, waves. waves are directly going into you, okay? They're heating you from the inside out. So an uh, infrared sauna is anywhere from 120 to 160 max. And like I said, that's 20 degrees, 20 to 40 degrees less than your traditional saunas has to get. Um, but you're actually heating internally much quicker. The tissue, right? Well, the, the tissue, yeah, it, it gets in. I forget again. You know, it's got the full spectrum, the near, mid, and far infrared rays. Waves. Waves. Well, I think Sorry. it's laser waves. Sir, are you, uh, are you an infrared sauna owner? Studio owner. Okay. Yes. Not operating yet. Soon to be, but not yet. Correct. Uh, but we do we do own it 50-50. Mm, yeah, yeah, you might want to check no, the operating agreement. It's 50-50. Okay. All right. So, but there are, all the studies thus far have been on just traditional sauna uses, but they mimic each, each other, except I'm saying to you that the benefits that you get from infrared, I would think have to be even more pronounced than just a traditional sauna because like I said, you're heating more efficient, more efficiently um, from the inside out, if you will. So okay. those, that heat's getting into your muscles, your tendons, your tissues um, more efficiently and more effectively and deeper than just a traditional sauna would. But what I'm breaking down are benefits from studies um, ranging from 1990 all the way to 2018 um, from traditional sauna use so so that sounds like 28 years or more 28 years of studies studies yeah but the studies these that that's when the last one was published this the main study um was started in 1980s and they followed 2300 men from the 1980s for 20 years just men uh, this study was just on men yes got correct. it um so now infrared technology just came into effect about what 10 years ago roughly it came into effect. No, yeah. it didn't. No. How long ago? Infrared technology is originally like in the 70s. Infrared for... technology. I'm talking about infrared sauna. Oh, okay. Well, you said about. you said infrared technology, which originally orig- originated from like NASA and needing to like heat um, their space shuttles okay. and nice. things. Nice. And that efficiency, you know, allowed them to do that. Gotcha. Okay. I'm just talking about infrared sauna. Came into the stage 10, 15 years ago, maybe. Right. Correct. Okay. Um, and more and more, it's been around. It's became, it's becoming more and more popular. Um, 
I feel like, you know, people are just, they need to get into infrared. Once you experience an infrared compared to a regular sauna, you're, you're going to see what I'm talking about. Right. And well, I will, can I um, give a testimonial sure. yeah. of just one of the main instant differences is if you like understand, like some people don't necessarily like the sauna experience, especially when you're describing like this, like dry sauna experience where it's got to get really, really really hot like uncomfortable like 200 degrees mm -hmm. that's not a thing mm -hmm. in like real life uh, uh, and neither is 160 but um i feel like some some parts of the earth on certain times of the year it can get up to that like feeling of like 140 degrees in like the mm -hmm. desert and stuff and things still live mm -hmm. in that environment mm -hmm. but like 200 degrees when you're in saunas like that it's like it's hard to breathe yeah. you know there's there's points where you're like you know, your body is saying it's time to exit this mm -hmm. area because mm -hmm. it's just too hot. And so I feel like people associate that po possibly negative experience with saunas and don't understand that, you know, you can get it in a temperature that's completely to tolerable and, quite frankly, enjoyable and get the benefits. You don't need to, like quote unquote, sweat it out in this like 200 degree experience where like you can't even think or breathe. And, you know, I don't want people near me. And mm -hmm. oh, my God, if I don't pay attention, I'm going to keel over. Go ahead. Well, here's the thing with that, though. Some people are going to say, well, which I'm kind of from this. I, I, I want to sweat. I want to suffer a little bit. OK, guess what? After about 20, 25 minutes in the infrared, say I, I usually do it about 150. OK, that's where I like to set mine. 150, 152. Okay, the last 10 minutes or so, it's, you are kind of, you know, you're it's having intense. To, it's intense. You have to focus. Um, your internal core body temperature has definitely increased. The blood's pumping. You're, um, you know, it's mimicking cardiovascular exercise. So it is a, it is a task a little bit. Um, but again, you're just sitting there, you know, um, and you're in your thoughts, you're sweating. It's a good, great it's like a very unique type of stressor, if you will. Um, but you are having to put some effort into it at the end. You are going to feel that need to, okay, kind of push through here the last 10 minutes or so, if, if, if you will, um, which, uh, you know, a lot of people do like. And again, if it's a little bit, you can bump it down. You don't want to bump it on down to 120. Open the door. Step out. Take a glass of water. Cut your session short. You know, you don't have to do that. But I know from my experience, a lot of people who do sauna, they do kind of like to feel that stress, that push, if you will. It makes it feel like they're achieving a little bit more. Yeah, there's definitely effort into it if you want it, but it's a positive experience yeah. and completely doable as oh. well. Oh, yeah. It's nothing that's like, oh, I need to build myself up no. to get to that level. You can go into the infrared sauna mm -hmm. and, you know, you just have to know, know, your, what, body. know yeah. your body and know what you're willing to tolerate. And that's yeah. completely adjustable very quickly, very whether you're quickly. like just bumping down the temperature of the sauna or you're just literally opening the door to like door. drop the the mm -hmm. temperature 10 degrees instantly. pretty instantly exactly. yeah um so yeah that's uh kind of our two cents with that um but anyone who wants to experience this for themselves you can soon enough if you live in the greater des moines area all right let's get to these 11 health benefits gosh which have been spoken of in some aspect a little bit more uh, in depth right now if you will um, i'm gonna get into it so number one number one and i think this is the or most do, important or should we do number no we're gonna start with the 
I'm just, we're just going down. This okay. number, number one I have is longevity. All right. It has been proven um, that regular sauna use. So regular sauna use is defined as just two to three times per week. Okay. Um, but in this first study, there was the two to three times per week people. And then there were also the four to seven times per week people. Different results. Um, so this was a this study was published in 2015. It followed 2,300 men between the ages of 40 to 60 over 20 years. Um, so what that came back, the studies came back. So the regular sauna use, which was two to three times per week of these 2,300 men, the men that used it, of the 2,300 men, I forget the breakdown. I think it was, I guess I'll... I think it was like 50-50 were the two to three and the other 50 were the four to seven. Mm -hmm. um, the two to three times per week, they had a 22% less occurrence of sudden cardiac death. Um, and then 33% less occurrence of um, cardiovascular failure, um, sudden cardiac death, and just all-cause mortality in general. Okay. Now, the th which is great. You know, they were living longer. Um, now, the men that did it four to seven times per week in that same period, they had a 67 less percent chance occurrence of sudden cardiac death and all-cause mortality, which mm -hmm. is including cardiovascular disease. Um, so that just right there shows, first of all, if you do it at all, you're less likely just to have a heart failure, you know, sudden cardiac death mm -hmm. that's what that is um the leading cause of death in the united states is heart disease, heart disease just yeah. throwing that out there. out there um but they showed the more you did it four to seven times per week 67 percent. that's a significant increase um so why is that what are the reasonings behind this all right. So to follow up on follow up on the 2015 published study, the tw a 2018 study at the Mayo Clinic um, shows that regular sauna use, so just two to three times per week, has significant been said to been shown to significantly reduce blood pressure, reduce inflammation, reduce possibility of stroke, and help prevent neurological issues. So if those factors are decreasing, your chances of living longer are going to naturally increase. Um, that right there is enough for me, which I had heard these things previously, which is what turned me on to, okay, I need to, I need to look into the sauna use. Um, but that right there should be reason enough for anyone to want to use sauna if they're not already. Now, what if you have a wife how does that impact your um, longevity? Not, not, not well. <laughs> not well. <laughs> so to counter that, mm -hmm. or, you know, partner, um, doesn't have to be a wife. Mm -hmm. um, I was just curious about that. There was another kind of study that this longevity effect, just 100 people it took, and if they just used, did one 30-minute session, just one 30-minute session of sauna per week, I don't really have percentages in this, but it was showed that of those 100 people, 92 of them came back, and I forget how... Um, you don't have percentages, but out of 100, well, 92 people, yeah, I don't know. That's 92%. It Mike. said they were just doing it one 30-minute session. I don't know how many weeks they did it. They just did one 30-minute session per week. I don't have how many weeks. Came back with lower blood pressure. All these people were hypertension at a minimum before, 
and they came back with a lower blood pressure after just doing it one time per week. What? Um, yeah, and th- this has been shown because there's other studies that show that arterial compliance is much um, greater and much more improved from sauna use. What's on arterial compliance? It's the ability of blood vessels to expand and contract. Um, so naturally, if your arterial compliance, your ability for your blood vessels to circulate, uh, circulate effectively expand and contract, the blood's flowing much easier, dropping your blood pressure. Correct. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I always been my big thing. Like you can feel the blood pumping, and I always think that is literally the key to everything. You just need blood pumping as freely and as easily um, to all parts of the body, the brain, your muscles, yeah, ev- everywhere. Right. Uh, to be a f- high-functioning person. The sauna, that's literally what it does, like the number one thing it does for you. How often, Michael? I mean, it's just like blowing my mind of like how often I think about, gosh, like oh. every day I'm like, I wish I could freaking sit in the sauna. I know. Like, oh my God, we're so close, dude, to yep. getting this launched in Des Moines. And I just, like, I cannot wait for people yep. to just experience and understand it. We can talk about it. And I don't want to like necessarily talk it up because it doesn't need to. No one had this like podcast for me to listen to over and over again that was super annoying called The Book of Caleb, mm-hmm. where they're kept talking about saunas <laughs> constantly. But it, it's like, I just went and experienced it once and I, I'm like, this is it. This is it. Like, you just need to sit there and understand too of like the all the like benefits that you can get from it and you don't even necessarily have to go there for that like i didn't go for arterial compliance or whatever you just said you know but um yeah i got it from that session even though i might be walking in there being like i want to lose all my water weight and fit into a dress this weekend okay whatever if that vanity is your goal like i can uh, help you with that as well sure but you're also going to get arterial compliance and frankly it's just like reducing inflammation and increasing circulation which is a huge health benefit and all you have to do is sit there sir mm-hmm. exactly tell me more i'll tell you another proven health benefit of sauna use endurance performance really improved endurance performance now i'm talking about runners oh michael i thought when i say that something else well i was talking about all the blood flow benefits before that goes hand in hand with your endurance in quotations which i know is what you're sarcastically referring to Uh when you say that um but so like how long are we talking like improved endurance performance okay 2007 study in the journal of science medicine showed that 30 minute sauna session three times per week for just three weeks increased performance in male endurance runners all these studies have been on men I, i don't know why that's a little bit sexist but i don't know what's going on with that um but Trust assured, the women are receiving these same benefits. Um, the, ses- the sessions were done post-workout. So these are post-workout. It was found the runners could run 33% longer than their average baseline. Um, if they were doing a sauna session post-run. Post-training. Yep. Three times per week. Yep. Wow. So, and then wow. th- this was because uh, it was a, there was an increase in plasma, what they were measuring, they're, what they were finding, there was an increase in plasma in their blood and, and a much higher increase in the red blood cell count. Um, and this is due to heat exposure, increases those things. So there was more of that in their system created after they used the sauna. And so, so that's what they're connecting the dots with, what was causing 
you know, the reason for the 33% endurance, which is that it's significant. Um, it's because the increase in plasma in the blood and increase of the red blood cell count. So number two, improved endurance performance. If that's something you're looking for, which I would be interested in. As would I. Mm-hmm. And I think many athletes uh, out there would be so. Or just not even, you know, just, yeah, someone like you, not like you're a competitive runner, but. Uh, you you do, don't know that. Well, you do have a. I'm running a half marathon. Half, half, half K coming up here. A half K? <laughs> they have those? A half K? Half K. Oh, I'd be able to, I'd be able yeah. to competitively run that. You might be able to win that one. <laughs> half K. I wouldn't even win that. Gosh, that's a sprint. All right. What's a half K? That's just it's a, at 500. It's a lowercase n is a half K. Mm. Oh, she'll be here all night, folks. All right. Open We're moving mic. on to number three. Improved cardio, cardiovascular function. I thought that's what you just said. Well, it maybe goes hand in hand with uh, longevity. But 2017 study in the European Journal of Preventative Cardiology found that sauna use can improve vascular compliance, which is the blood vessels wall ability to expand and contract automatically as pressure changes occur, which we've been over that. They also found, um, okay, so the more frequently that you used the sauna, um, the lower, yeah, the blood pressure would decrease. So maybe I've already kind of been over number three, I feel like, a little bit. Um, But anyways, number three is improved cardiovascular function, which is going to lead to longevity, which I touched on. Yes. I feel like I kind of retouched on three a little bit. I was touched on one. But anyways, that's key. It's been studied. It's in the European Journal of Preventative Cardiology, so my look favorite, into it. Exactly. My favorite read. Number four, which we've touched on a little bit here, reduced inflammation. This is my lane. Okay. I call it swell manella. Okay? Sure, sure. Self-diagnosed. I have severe swell manella, especially by the end of the, the day. The day, yeah. And um, again, this is why I think about the sauna use all the time. Like, gosh, dog, darn, uh, gone it. Uh-huh. No swear words. But I'm really saying, mother, I need to go into a sauna. So go ahead. Produced inflammation. I like that. Well, yeah. So the 2018 study in the European Journal of Epidemiology found that regular sauna use brings down levels of C-reactive protein, which is the main um, blood marker of systemic inflammation in the body. Um, So some inflammation is necessary, like when you have an injury, sprain an ankle or something. Um, and normal and natural. I feel like mm-hmm. we use the term inflammation and it's like a this like bad connotation with it. But like you, when you work out, sure. you have inflammation by technicality, yep. you know, so just. Yeah, but there. But this is speaking of the systemic and they also put the term chronic inflammation that people have. Yeah. Um, people in poor health have oh, for bad sure. inflammation. Yeah, it, it's chronic, if yeah. you will, throughout the body. Um, so. Sauna use brings down those levels of the C-reactive protein, which is the main blood marker of how to judge inflammation, how to measure inflammation. So it's bringing that down. It's going to bring down your inflammation. It goes hand in hand. Um, reduced inflammation is going to lead to numerous health benefits, obviously. Because reduced inf- inflammation, increased circulation. Love it. Go. Five, improved muscle growth. Oh. 2001 study. So wait. Endurance and muscle, Michael. Wow. Isn't that something else I know? Relax, everyone. Calm down. Improved muscle growth. 2001 study in the American Journal of Medicine found a two to five fold increase in HGH, human growth hormone. 
That is the Fountain of Youth, by the way. Exactly. With regular sauna use. HGH. Ask Lance Armstrong. Barry Bonds. Barry. A-Rod. A-Rod. Mark McGuire. Who else has been juicing? Oh, Sammy Sosa. They all. Sammy. Roger Clemens. HGH. That's the main (laughs) component in putting on muscle and also maintaining muscle. And pretty much, yeah, just trying to stay as youthful as long as you can. You naturally produce more HGH in your body by using the sauna regularly. Isn't that exciting? Michael, yes, it is. And I, I don't even care about that. But the fact that I would, like, get that benefit yeah. just... So I'm going to be... I mean, and just... Incredible. Just for sitting Incredible. there. And it's natural. It's not like I got to go from the... Get the back alley HGA's, no. HGH injection or no. whatever. That's not that. It's my natural Natural. That's production. what you want. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. Your, your head just continues to grow. If you know, you saw Barry Bond's head by the side... By the time he was done playing baseball... <laughs> It was huge. It was huge. It was a huge, huge head. Oh my gosh. McGuire had a big head. They all have huge heads. What? Huge heads, endurance. Oh, I, I know. It. It's wild. Number six, better injury recovery. 2005 study in the American Journal of Physiology. Um, so that a muscle, they coined it as the phrase, a muscle uh, degradation. So, uh, you know, degraded muscle, a bit injured muscle. Um, it can be decreased by 20% with a heat treatment of 30 minutes and by 33% um, with the heat treatment for 60 minutes um, while the limb is immobilized. So this is if you have like a broken limb. A right, broken a, a, limb. An immobilized limb. Just exposing it uh, to sauna yeah, for 30 or 60 minutes can improve recovery, can speed up that recovery process. Um, this 2005 study shows that. I would imagine, however, you know, like, let's say, like, I sprained my ankle and I was in a cast and I wanted to come use the sauna. Um, That you might want to, if it was like a hard cast Mm -hmm. you couldn't remove, Mm -hmm. you might want to consider the fact that your cast would stink post usage if you, you know. Not if you get the sweat in there. But I guess maybe you can, like, wash those casts. I'm fortunate enough that I haven't had to wear a cast before. Yeah, ever. But, you know, that's something to think about, like. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't stink, don't stink up that cast. True. Um, seven, not going through any studies or anything, but uh, it's improving pain relief. Um, specifically, if you have like uh, arthritis, mm. it's improving to help that. Oh my gosh, I um, so and especially gosh in like winter. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, Michael. Pain relief number seven, number eight, which we touched on before as well, improves sleep quality. Yes. Mm. Oh, I cannot wait to do again. The benefits of the sauna usage too is that you can like change your intention for it. Like, right, like try the membership or the experience for 30 days, trying to do it as many times as you can, just to like see what those health benefits like Mm -hmm. on our changes for you. Mm -hmm. Then try to do it, you know, in the morning for two weeks. And then at night or, you know, like before it's like a night session for Mm -hmm. two weeks or something, just to see how that affects your, you know, balance and lifestyle and stuff. And that's, what's cool too. It doesn't have to be this like mundane experience and you can change your intentions for it and still get the other benefits the hgh it's not like i'm going in there for like oh i I want it to hgh i'm just gonna get that from doing it and oh i like the sleep stuff i cannot wait because i like cannot sleep i know i know (laughs) then then i cannot sleep as a result of that yeah all right uh this is a interesting one i would think for this day and age uh number nine stronger immunity 1990 study in the 
Annals or Annals of Medicine, however you want to say it, found that regular sauna use significantly reduced the instances um, of the common cold. Uh, why they believe? It's because there's an uptick and an increase of measurable white blood cells with regular sauna use. Um, 2013 study in the Journal of Human Kinetics found that a single sauna session improved immunity function uh, in white blood cells specifically. So we're talking about the red blood cells going up. Uh, well, it's also bumping up your white blood cells. Yeah, because you it also like can it's theoretically this artificial fever that happens mm. from the session, mm -hmm. and you know colds and viruses are less likely to survive in a host that it's not ninety eight point six degrees. You know the Correct. reason your body naturally reacts to colds and viruses with a fever mm -hmm. is because it knows that that's a way to kill it off. Correct. Fascinating fascinating yeah stronger immunity i think uh we all can give two thumbs up to that i'd <sighs> say it's a hot relevant topic hot sure. hot <laughs> you vaccinated yet i'm not even gonna get into that right now it's not we're not doing that Make that's not what this is about okay this podcast who yeah. number 10 detox benefits as we know 2020, 2020 2012 study in the journal of public and environmental environmental health found that arsenic Cadmium, lead, and mercury. Um, we all have varying levels of this inside our bodies, but we want it out as much as possible. Anyways, um, they were excreted in appreciable quantities through skin via sweating. Um, in a 24-hour period, if you um, do some something that can create sweating, whether that be sitting in an infrared sauna or exercise, it's actually the more um, effective at excreting these... Uh, these chemicals toxins toxins yeah more so even more effective than urinating which would be the body's normal way to do it if you're not creating a sweat um like i said before the infrared sweat and you've talked you talked to anyone um i heard ben greenfield talk about this uh many times and he has an infrared sauna it's a deeper more intense sweat in infrared and he was actually on joe rogan's podcast Name dropping a lot of podcasters here. Oh my um, gosh, as they're name dropping and us. Joe Rogan swears by the regular sauna. He hasn't used it in infrared sauna. Joe Rogan's like, well, I'm sweating my ass off. And he's like, How can I sweat even deeper in infrared? You know, Ben Greenfield. He's like, Well, just trust me. It's hard to explain, but it is a deeper, and it is a deeper sweat. It just is. It's, it, it's getting into you, it's warming you up from the inside, and it is a deeper sweat. You look at your sweat, it's kind of cloudy. Especially those first couple, first couple times you do it, and you're like, Well, what is that? What is this all about? Well, yeah. it could be arsenic cadmium, all this other nonsense that's inside of us from our environment that we live in nowadays, getting out of you. So yeah, the detox benefits are real. Uh, did you say the, the infrared waves can heat your tissue up to three inches deep? Correct, yes. It, or like penetrates your tissue penetrates. up to three yeah. inches deep before the wave, you know, waves out. Uh -huh. And that's what I understand is like how it's like this deeper sweat versus in a traditional sauna, the surface air is hotter and then your skin's getting hotter and you're reacting in that way mm -hmm. versus like, hey, my body internally mm -hmm. is heating up yeah. and pushing out those toxins through your pores. Absolutely. Yep. Um, Fantastic. So that's 10. Like I said, I'm giving you 11. A lot, a lot of lesser top 10 lists. I'm coming at you with 11. So number 11 which this is pretty important, maybe the most important, better brain function. Oh. 
Wow. 2001 study, the American Journal of Medicine showed that there was a two to four fold increase. And this is a tough one. So how well is my brain functioning right now? Uh, Norepinephrine? Nor Have you heard of this? Um, I would need to look at uh, what word you're trying to pronounce. <laughs> which, uh, no reprofrine. And it does not help. You know, when somebody like says something incorrectly <laughs> yeah. and then you're trying to pronounce it, norepinephrine. Gosh, darn it. I know. And I've heard, I've heard it said many times by other people. Yeah. And I swear it's also on like a drug commercial. Possibly. You know, side effects may include do not use norepinephrine if you're blah, blah. Well, this is your natural. You want this because oh, okay. norepinephrine is shown to improve memory recall, alertness, and focusness. Um, there's a two to four fold increase in this with regular sauna use. Yeah. And you know why, Michael? It really all comes back to the fact that it's like increasing the circulation and improving so. your body. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, my personal experience is intense sweat. You come out of there feeling great, really, but less stress, less brain fog, more energy. Um, any aches and pains I had going in, they're now gone. Um, yeah, and then obviously I'm probably feeling good except for I got more HGH. My blood's flowing. I got less toxins inside of me. Uh, my body's like, hey, you know, maybe you're going to live to be 80, 82. Keep doing this. Let's get into the 90s. Let's get into the mid-90s. Your body's <laughs> pumped up. Um, so that's all I can say. Good. These benefits are real, <laughs> and uh, they're real exciting. Sounds real hot to me. It's very hot. All right. Well, Michael, thank you for hosting your own show with your wife. Yeah, number 60, I mean, I'm sticking more so to the Minnesota athletes at this point. Really? Came, and no one came across at number 60. Um, 60 is not a very big number to begin with in the sports world, so just moving on, I guess. <laughs> number 60. Yeah. I don't know anyone who's number 60 in the sports world, which is surprising because I could name off no one besides... We keep we're getting close to sixty nine. I know we're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. All right. Absolutely. Well, Michael, thank you again for coming on the show. Um, we'll have you back at some point. I'll see you next week. All right. With that, stay safe, stay healthy, and wash your hands. And wash your hands.